You're listening to Kayama Community Radio. Welcome to Around the Arena's Kayama Community Radio sports program, where you can regularly hear what's happening in sport across the region. This week, as well as reporting on results, I'll be talking with Toby McGeeky, the golf professional at Kayama Golf Club, and discussing how people of all ages can get into the sport of golf. And... Given it's the 20th anniversary of the Sydney Olympics, I'll tell you why Kaima made world news headlines just days before the opening ceremony at the 2000 Olympics. But first, some scores from around our sporting arenas. Rugby Union, the Kaima Cows had another tough weekend going down to Shamrocks in first and second grade by big margins. In under-12s, Camden 38 defeated Kaima 24 in a very lively match. Grand finals were held for all divisions of the Kaima Netball competition over the weekend. Girls and ladies competed across all age groups and abilities in some very hard-fought finals. The results, 10 years, Central 13 finished ahead of Kaima Downs 10, first past the post. In Junior B, Beachettes 12, 10, defeated Beachettes 14, 7. In Junior A, Beachettes 9, 16, defeated Jeringong 7, 10. Intermediate B, Berry 2, 45, defeated Kaima Central 9, 13. Intermediate A, Jeringong 4, 14, defeated Kaima Central 7, 10. Senior Division 3, Jeringong 3, finished ahead of Central 6, first past the post. Senior Division 2, Kaima Downs 3, 63, defeated Kaima Central 2, 56. And in Senior Division 1, Games for 158, defeated Kaima Downs 2-36. Congratulations to all the girls who competed in netball across the region this season. The girls now take a short break before starting off-season training and representative trials. For more information, you can look on the netball website or follow us here on KCR. In Junior Rugby League, two weeks ago we featured the Kaima Under-14 Girls Tackle Team. The Cindy Brookfield coach side continues their improvement and they overcame the Stingrays this week 34-30 in a very exciting game. In Senior League in under-18s, Jeringong 28 defeated Nowra Bomadary 16. The Stingrays 50 defeated Jamboree 10. And in a score that you won't see very often, Kaima 54 defeated Albion Park Oak Flats 1. In reserves, Jeringong 16 defeated Nowra Bomadary 0. Kaima 6 defeated Albion Park in a very hard-fought match, whilst the Stingrays were too good for Jambrew, 18 points to 14. In first grade, Jeringong took a five-point lead at the top of the competition table after defeating the Jets 36 to 26 in a high-scoring match at Jeringong. Jambrew 32 defeated the Stingrays 14 and Kaima 28 defeated Albion Park Oak Flats nil. I spoke with Kieran Poole following the Kaima match. I'm with Kieran Poole, captain of the Kaima Knights, after their win today, 28 nil over Albion Park Oak Flats. They got the bye next week. Kieran, I noticed you got a few injuries coming out of that game, but you'll be able to get a bit of a rest, will you? Yeah, definitely. The bye's come at the perfect time, and it wasn't even supposed to be. It's because of that washout round, so it's been pushed back, so it's a bit lucky there that we've got, got the bye this coming up this week. And how do you think you go through the, the finals? You, you'll probably move up a couple of spots on the ladder after today's performance and not be in the knockout round, hope? Yeah, well, 
losing last week really really cruel that we would have we would have been in the top two I think but I think at the moment we need it's either if we'll really lose next week we'll, we'll finish top three but at the moment I think we will be in that elimination game we did it last year we were in that position as well so we'll, we'll be sweet I think Geez, your defence is impressive. Yeah, it was. That was our main focus today was to keep them to to zero. Or as we, we always set twelve points as our as our limit. We haven't haven't achieved it once this year until now. So we really really try to aim up in defence. Yeah, well, good luck into the finals, and uh, and I hope you can repeat yes. last year's great performance. Well done. Thanks, Glenn. KCR Kiama Community Radio. Golf is a popular sport across our region with three courses. Jeringong, Kaima and Jambru available to challenge your skill level. Today I'm talking to Toby Mageki, the golf professional at Kaima Golf Club. Welcome Toby. Thanks Glenn, pleasure to be here. So Toby, please explain to, to our listeners, how do you get into golf? Through what pathways, say juniors, women and men? Yeah, thanks Glenn, uh, thanks for having me on. You know, it's a very good question because it is a question that comes across our desk a fair bit on trying to create these pathways for different types of people to come into the game of golf. Obviously we have, you know, different types. We have kids, women and male participants in the game of golf and we have to require, um, you know, different ways to enter into golf. Yeah, so with ladies golf, we're fortunate enough here to have a lady golf professional, El Sandak, okay, and... What she does on a Saturday afternoon from 1pm, we actually have a golf clinic that runs. We cap it at six people and quite often she'll run the two classes on the Saturday. So that's just like a structured program for the 10 weeks that she puts out and then just six ladies to the one coach and she just runs through all different types of golf like putting, chipping and iron playing, things like that. We are quite fortunate here with the ladies at our golf club that they do look after new members. When people join the club here, we have ladies that play on a Monday and a Friday, and it's just social, you know, like not playing in a competition at all. And we have some senior members who kind of show them around and chaperone them around the golf club. So, yeah, that's pretty much how women enter into the club at Kaima. So what about uh, what about juniors? Junior golf here is pretty strong at Kaima Golf Club, and it always has been through all the prior golf pros who have been here have been pretty passionate with it, and uh, we've had a lot of success at the elite level, but it does start from the ground down. So we have different types of pathways. You know, the first way to get in is something like the school holiday golf camp. So it's two days that run in the school holidays. This time it's the first week. School holidays coming up in October on the Tuesday and the Wednesday and it's a five-hour day where the kids come with two golf professionals. We've got Elle and Darcy running it. Bit of fun, fun and games and then teach them a little bit of golf at the same time while trying to make it you know, light and easy. So that's how kids get started and from there if they like it, Darcy, our trainee golf professional here at Kiama, what he does is he runs programs of the afternoon. So we call that our school term golf. So that generally starts from four o'clock of an afternoon, a couple of times a week. And for the kids who have just shown a bit of keen interest through the school holiday program, we then pop them into that program there. And it's a bit of a structured program again uh, for 10 weeks. It's just $10 a week, but we pay it up front. So it's just $100 for the week. So... And then from there, you know, it kind of evolves into what, what they want to do. And we have one-on-one coaching and we have some kids, uh, kind of a junior development program starting on Saturday afternoon shortly, which we've got a sponsor on board. So, yeah, looking forward to that with the junior golf. And then from there, we, we got the elite pathways, you know, into Illawarra Academy of Sport and things like that. So, yeah, we're quite fortunate here at Kaima and we do have a, a good amount of kids. And um, we have different types of levels of kids and they all help each other out. So it's a good community. 
So I hear guys say from time to time, I'm going to retire. When I retire, I'm, I'm going to go and play golf. And they've never played golf at all. So how do, they, how do you handle those, those type of people? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a pretty common thing, isn't it? You know, when people head into retirement, they want to pick something up to, uh, you know, I guess, give them something to kind of keep striving for. And, and I think golf's a very good thing like that. What it does is, you know, that drive that we have through our working career, that kind of fire in the belly, we can kind of convert it into golf. The best thing about golf is you can kind of come in at any time and... And, you know, we have the thing called handicaps, obviously, that we all know about, and that evens out the playing field. So it is a good chance for people to come in in early retirement, but there's always different types of membership options that we have here. For instance, coming up in October, for new members coming in, like a dollar a day to try and encourage them to test the course out and see if they like the game of golf, because sometimes we make those promises that we will play golf, and we're not too sure if we even do like it. So sometimes making that big commitment up front to golf can seem like, you know, an expensive exercise, or by purchasing clubs and getting a membership, but it isn't necessary there is options for instance like that membership drive in October or we do run our summer membership here people can come be a member for the month of summer and just test it out to see what they like and we're always doing something like that to try and you know look after those types of people who want to get into the game and obviously lots of tuition as well okay so on the tuition front uh uh, yeah. Do I need a couple of lessons or something before I kick off? Uh, it definitely can help. I would encourage it for sure. Just to learn those basic skills up front. You know, our friends, as much as they do try to help us and they might be able to see what our weaknesses are in the game, they don't know how to exactly fix it. It's kind of like I go to my chiropractor because I've got a sore back. He knows how to fix it and that's why I go to him. So same with the golf swing stuff. So people come... They get a bit of a baseline, a bit of an understanding of where they need to be, where their golf swing is at, and what they can do to train to progress a little bit further down the track and get a little bit of enjoyment out of their game. Some people want to keep getting better. Some people just want to maintain where they're at. Once you understand where you want to be and you get a good understanding of your golf swing and what you're supposed to be looking for, it can be a good idea to get some tuition. Thanks very much for talking to me today. Now, if you're looking to get into golf, we've got three courses in the community. Get off and see your local professional. If you come to Kaima Golf Course, Tony McGecky. He's been, uh, he's been great with me. I'm sure he'll look after you. Or you can contact Toby online at tmgolf.com.au. Perfect. Thanks, Glenn. Thanks for having me. The Kaima Women's Golf Championships were completed this week after 72 holes played over four rounds. The overall Kaima Women's Champion is Jodie Harvey. Jody trailed after the first round, but in her words, hung in there and eventually overcame Gail Pottinger, who was runner-up in Division 1. In Division 2, Pam Hodgkinson was first, one shot ahead of Judy Wilmont, while in Division 3, Elsa Barr and Liz Jackman could not be separated. Congratulations to all the ladies who took part in this event. KCR, Kayama Community Radio. And what about this story of Kayama and the Olympics? And world news. Well, the Olympic flame burns brightly in a cauldron at the main Olympic arena throughout the two weeks of competition. Prior to the Olympics, the flame was transported from Greece by a torch relay, which involves people carrying the flame through towns along the way. So how did Kaima make the world news? Well, when the flame was being carried through Kaima by Tom Carroll, a world surfing champion, a spectator tried to steal the flame from him. The man was quickly arrested and the news of the incident was reported around the world. The flame eventually continued on its way to Sydney, where Cathy Freeman lit the cauldron and the Olympics were underway. That's all I have for now, but if you want your sport to be part of the program, contact me at kcradiocontent at gmail.com. I'm Glenn Shepherd, and I hope to see you around one of our sporting arenas.
You've been listening to Kayama Community Radio.